Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited you guys are here. I just finished a really great community coaching call. It was just a free bonus coaching call I did for the community. We coached on everything from mindset stuff, decision making, business strategy, what to sell, all of the things. And we had some really great discussions. So I hope that you guys will like it and it's helpful to you. I want to do more free coaching calls. So just watch your email and we'll be sending them out. I'm also going to be doing Biz Helpline every Wednesday at noon on Instagram. So if you're not ready to join the mastermind yet, but you need some help, that is a way you can get some business coaching and help with your business. Tomorrow is the last day of our Becoming Boss bundle. I'm so proud of this bundle. It has over $4,000 worth of gifts and products in it. These are not freebies. These are things people usually sell that they've agreed to let us give away to you guys. It's only available this week. We are going to be closing it down after Friday. So if you haven't been over there Go over there, get all the gifts. There's templates and workshops and courses and all kinds of different things. So go over there, get all your goodies, get all your free things. There's so many amazing women in that bundle and I'm just so proud and excited that we're able to offer that to you guys. I just really hope you'll take advantage of it. That's it. I hope you guys enjoy the call and get a lot of clarity and I will see you guys in the next episode. Hey guys. Oh, that's the wrong camera. How do I put you guys over here? I'm going to, I'm going to get this. I think I got it. Yeah, there we go. (laughs) That way you guys don't have to look at the side of my face the whole time. (laughs) Oh man. I was looking at some old, some old like archive Faith Mariah videos from like five years ago. And they were like all filmed on my phone with no like headphones or anything. So the sound is bad. And then like the angles are just terrible. And I just want to be like, girl, like get a tripod (laughs) for the love of God. (laughs) But you live, you learn, you know, now we're here. Megan's driving. You're terrifying me. (laughs) I'm always like, I don't want to see anybody get in an accident on my live stream. Okay. Let me get it together. I got to share this on Facebook. I don't think like this is going to be a huge call, but sometimes y'all surprise me. And the last time I did one of these, there were too many people trying to get on and we didn't have enough room. So I want to make sure I broadcast it on Facebook just in case. Let's see, not on my timeline. I'm going to put it in the group so people can hopefully find it. How are you guys? Let me know in the chat. Are you guys new people? Or are you Faith Mariah OG people? Have you been coached before? I'm curious, you guys, I know there's a lot of new people from the bundle and usually on Wednesdays I do have a new show on Instagram every noon, every noon, (laughs) every Wednesday at noon. And usually I bring people on for coaching, but my partner had to have a minor surgery earlier, so I couldn't do the live at noon. So I was like, well, just do coaching. I'll just do bonus coaching. And I've been wanting to do I've been wanting to do extra free Zoom calls and that's something I'm planning on doing. So if you want more coaching, just make sure you're on my email list and then you'll get the emails whenever we do the extra things, the bonus things. We try to do like a big free training every quarter. And then I also do like last month, we did a monthly planning workshop for free. We do 
coaching calls for free. So there's lots of free stuff going on. So hopefully you guys will hang out. You can listen to the podcast. We have a new podcast that comes out every week. I'm biased, but I think it's very good. <laughs> All right, let's do some coaching. So if you want coaching, and there's not that many of you, so I could get to all of you if you all put your hands up. You got to go to reactions, and then you got to push the raise your hand button. And then I can bring you on. I can coach you on anything in your business. Um, I coach on, literally on anything. Like my boyfriend said something annoying, and I'm mad. <laughs> at him. He said something about my business and like, it made me feel a type of way. I got a rude comment. I'm scared to be on camera. I need a launch strategy. I don't know what to sell. I coach on all of it. Um, bring me anything I can help you. I'm happy to help you with whatever you got. I'm going to do Wendy and then I'll go to you. Okay, Megan. And then the rest of y'all better get your hands up. Cause the rule is if no, there's no hands up when I get done, I end the call. So if you want to stay on the call, <laughs> <laughs> make sure somebody has their hand up. Sometimes the mastermind will like save the call. Somebody will be like, I, I'll, I'll think of something. <laughs> Don't end the call. <laughs> All right, Wendy, what can I do for you? All right. So I kind of spoke to you earlier, um, just messaging. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know where to start. Like uh, mm -hmm. my fear and it is fear I'm a nurse. So I'm yeah. like, what about the legal stuff? If I'm giving out, advice um you know is it like being a medical person if you're doing coaching those are the kind of things that i can't seem to find the answer to do i have to have the business and i mean how do you um okay. claim expenses if you haven't picked a business name and and filed and all that so i, I don't even know where to start yeah, I got you. Well, I can talk you through some of this stuff. Okay. But I have to like disclaimer, I'm not a lawyer. This is oh, not yeah. legal advice. I'm not an accountant. This is not, yeah, this yeah. is okay. So yeah, this yeah. is like my personal opinion. I'll also tell you, if you're not familiar with me, I am not a risk adverse person. So there's that also. So just, you know, take, take for that what you will, but I'll tell you, you know, I think I think there's a lot to be said for just being really honest about what your qualifications are. Right. Okay. Um, and as long as you're not misleading people and telling, like giving people medical advice as a doctor. Right. Yeah. But the, I always think about it like this. Like I started as a mental health blogger. That was like my first full-time business I had online. Okay. And I used to always tell people like, I'm not, a, I'm not a counselor, right? I have a lot of social work experience, but I never talked about that on my blog at that time. It was just me as a person sharing my experiences. It was like, I'm not a doctor. But I am someone that lives with depression and I can talk about my experiences with what that's like. And I can talk about things I've tried and how it's worked. And I can talk about my own experiences, right? And okay. so I can't give advice or diagnosis as a psychologist, right? Or a counselor, but I can talk about my experiences. So I think if you're talking about medical related topics, like that's the way you can do it is talk about it as okay. someone that has experienced it saying but, even though i am a nurse i'm not giving you medical advice but as someone who just went through menopause i can tell you that we're okay. allowed to share right. information yeah. and knowledge right okay. so you're allowed right. to say i'm a nurse and this is what i think right okay. you can't say okay. like i'm a i'm a doctor now i'm like i'm saying this is not legal advice like you right. know it might tell you different um and then as far as like the taxes and stuff go, you know, once I started making money, I opened an, uh, I moved my business to an LLC, 
and I had a bank, I started my business checking account. But before that, when you file your taxes, when you do your personal taxes, there's a thing that's like, did you make income from any other sources? And you oh, just okay. check yes. And then you're like blog. And then you're like $500 or whatever you did. Like if it's, okay. you know, so you can do that too. And that's what I did. I think my first year that I had okay. the business, but well, I would haven't worked and six months. So I don't, I am like, oh my God, do I have to put out all this money? And I see where you can do free blogging, but is that really effective on some sites or do you have to pay to really get, you know, I, well, it depends what you're doing. So tell me, okay. let's make a little business plan for you. Tell me what you're selling. Okay. Um, transformation, menopause transformation, like how to get from that tired, exhausted, grumpy, person okay that's great okay okay so you're gonna do like a menopause like like some kind of coaching program or some kind of education program or yes like a signature program I'm working on that I can get people in they can go through and talk to me personally okay yeah I like that a lot I think you can be very successful with that okay so we're gonna start with like you're gonna you guys all can do this everybody make their little plan you need to know what you're gonna sell okay so we're selling um I'm just gonna put program what do you think the what do you think the cost of that what are you thinking of charging you just throw me something like a number you think you might charge for it so That's, I've been trying to wrap my head around that. These changes aren't going to happen. Mostly it's mindset Mm -hmm. and going from, you know, how everybody has a baby, how they tell you all these horror stories. And that's how women deal with everything and shifting to um, more of it's a change. It's natural. And if you go about it from a positive. How long do you think? How long do you think it's enough time where you're like, I know you're like, I know I could get you a result. Like if you would commit to this, like, what's that? How long is that? I would think it'd be about six months. Six months. Okay. So it's six months and you you don't have to like be married to this price, but what do you think you want to start with for the price? At least $3,000, but so we're going to, that's fine. We're going to do 3000. Okay. Okay. So you guys all need to know like what you're going to sell and how much you're going to charge. Now for you, this is maybe like where my business advice is a little bit backwards from some people. Uh, But I would say if I were you, I would go ahead and flush out that program. We're not going to do it right now, but I would go ahead and just figure out what it's going to include, what you're going to teach. You don't have to make the actual content, but just so you know, this is what I'm going to sell. This is what my business, because this is what your business is, is this offer. Right. Right. So we need to know exactly what that is. Right. And and the more clear you can get on that offer, the better luck you're going to have at attracting people that are going to buy it. Because the next thing I'm going to help you make a plan for is like how we're going to get these customers to to buy this. Right. Right. But if I don't know exactly what this is, it's going to be very hard for me to get customers that are going to pay $3,000 when I don't know exactly what I'm selling. Do you guys see what I'm saying? So this is good for everybody. Everybody needs to be very, very clear. You want to know what I'm selling, what it costs like what they're getting, why it's a great value, like get all of that very clear, but I'm going to let you do that on your own. 
what I want so to think you about. Do like an, out, an outline you're saying? Yeah, I would you outline it. I would journal okay. on it. Uh, I would okay. write it all out so you know exactly what it is. You don't have to make okay. all the content right now. Okay. But, but it's very hard. To, like if we're going to go out onto the internet and post and try to attract people that are going to buy this someday, it's going to be very hard to attract the right people if we don't know exactly what we're selling. Do you see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. So I mean, we're going to get very clear on that. That's going to be your first step is getting clear on the offer. Okay? okay. And then figuring out exactly who it's for. So for some of you, you're going to be targeting stay at home moms. For some of you, you're going to be targeting homeschoolers. Some of you are going to be targeting um, successful women that make six figures in corporate, like figure out exactly who that person is. Um, that's going to be buying it. Right. And what you're going to sell to them. That's like the first part in your marketing. If we don't have that, it's like very hard to do any actual marketing, right? Right. So we want to get, we want to sell this program for three grand. How many of these do you want to sell a month? I like just ideally someday, just as a goal. Um, How much money do you want to make a month? At least 10,000. Okay. So let's say four. Yeah. Four a month. Okay. So our sales plan is going to be, this is our offer. And then we're going to sell four a month. That's going to be our sales plan. Now, to figure out how to sell four of these a month, if you've never done sales, you're probably going to have to test a whole bunch of different things. Okay. But I just want you to be in the frame set of like, I'm going to just keep coming up with ideas and trying things to sell this until I figure out how to do it. I'm just going to practice. I'm going to fail. I'm going to keep practicing and failing until I figure out what works. Right. Okay. Yeah. So for a lot of you guys, if you're not making any money, you need to be doing more sales, like more selling, like more talking about your offer, pitching your offer. Um, Sorry about the dogs. It's a, you're fine. Um, hey. So sell four of these offers a month. How many people do you think you would have to do consults? I'm going to just say we're going to do consults. So how I would do this if I were you and I were just starting, you don't have to do this. There's a lot of different ways, but this is one way you could do it. This is probably how I would do it. I would yeah. get people to book 20 minute or 30 minute consult, discovery call, whatever. Yeah. Talk yeah. to them, make sure they're a good fit. Make sure you can help them find out exactly yeah. what they're going through. Explain to them exactly how you can help them pitch the offer. Yeah. Now, when you do consults, you guys, most people are going to say no, unless you're very, very good at sales. Okay. Right. So how many consults a month do you think you would have to do to make four sales? Well, from everything I've read, you're only going to get maybe 10% con- conversion. Maybe, yeah. so, so how many do you think? 40. <laughs> 40. Okay. So we're going to do- I'm going to guess. I'm guessing. This but, is good. Yeah. This yeah. is, guess, guess what? You're welcome to entrepreneur world. You're going to do a lot of guessing here. <laughs> and, so, and, welcome and, to the game, my friend. And that <laughs> is the problem because nursing is very precise and yeah, based it's on not. Evidence, It's not a science. Evidence. <laughs> right? So even when I teach, I teach what I know about business strategy and I explain like my thought process behind it, but I always tell the mastermind, I'm like, but this might not work for you this way. Like, right. It might be different for you. I don't know. You got to test. That's why I'm always telling them. I'm like, you got to test it. So I think a good thing for you to to tap into is like that kind of scientific mindset of like, I'm just going to keep testing things. Right. Right. And getting data. That would be a good mindset for you. So we're just going to test a whole bunch of different ways. So we're going to do, what did you say? 40 consults a month. Yep. Okay. You guys, so everybody at home that's watching, I want you guys thinking about like making very clear goals for yourself. So you see how like, when you're like, I want to make sales, 
and I kind of have an idea of an offer, it's very different than when it's like, I have a $3,000 offer. It, it includes these things and it helps people in this way. And I need to book 40 consults. That starts to give your brain like a problem that you can solve versus like having just like a big, like I need to make, it's like kind of exactly. what's happening. Kind of what's happening is like, it's like you're in your brain. It's like make a business. And then you're like, right. okay, well, I, how the F do I do that? Like, it's just like, oh my gosh, right? I forgot to give you guys the swear disclaimer. I swear all the time. I'm sorry. It's just how I talk. If you have kids around, put your earbuds in. <laughs> I swear. Uh, I almost it's just a, said it just now. <laughs> it's a sign of intelligence, you know? Yeah. Well, there I you go. I'm very intelligent. <laughs> so we're going to do, I did want you to see how I'm doing this though. Because when, what I want you to think about, Wendy the next time yeah. you have this feeling in your body of like, I don't know what to do, right? When you came right. on, it felt like you were overwhelmed, like that kind of feeling in your body. I want you to like hear my voice and think about this. I want you to be like, let me break down like three actual things I can do, right? And because it's just usually what is happening when you guys feel like that is you're taking a chunk that's too big. So people will do this all the time in the mastermind. They'll be like, I'm going to like, you know, they'll put on their calendar something like, like plan launch or like make course or like something. It's just too big. Right. And then you sit down and you're like, well, what do I do first? And should I do it this way or that way? And what, how should I do it? What about this? And it's like, and then that creates more overwhelm. And it's like, once you go there, yeah. it's like a spiral that will just keep feeding itself where it's like, like, and also this and also that, and I don't know this. And I don't know this other thing. And I also don't know this. And you need to start getting your brain to go like, what do you know? What's like right. one thing you could do right now to move the business forward versus thinking about all the things you don't know. And so I'm going to keep walking you through this, but I want yeah. you to take that with you when you go that when you feel like that, it's because we've bitten off too much. We yeah. need to make like just just write down three actual things you could do, and you just do those. You don't look up at the whole project, or it's just too big, right? Okay. Yeah. So we're gonna have to think about getting forty consults. So when you think about getting consults on the internet, like how do you think you want to get customers? Do you have any kind of network or following or any so partnership, I or where can we get customers for you? You think? Um, well, I have like 600 followers on my Facebook, but most of those are homesteaders. You know, I, I'm a homesteader. So okay. that's most of that. And Instagram, I have like 157. <laughs> so, right. so you're going to have to build a network, right? So for yes, some people, yes. you guys will already be like, yeah, I've been in the field. I know all these people. And some of you are going to have to start your network from scratch. Okay. Yeah. So I'll just give you like the quick Faith's like quick tips. I'll tell you guys right now, this bundle, I told a mastermind this yesterday. This bundle is just like crushing for us. I have never seen a lead, like a, a strategy to grow an email list that just works so well, so quickly. And I'm going to do a free, I was just going to do it in the mastermind, but I'm going to do it for everybody after the bundle on, I have to schedule it, but I think it'll be on Monday. I have to look at my calendar, but I want to do a call that's, I'm going to go through exactly what we did and walk you through that strategy. And if you're in the mastermind, I show you guys behind the scenes of our last bundle, how we set it up, what we did, all that stuff. So the basis of that strategy that we're doing is we got all these people in my niche, right. To put free gifts on a landing page. Everybody yeah. like, 
right? And then we all sent our email list there. And then some people from their list opted in for my gifts and some people from my list opted in from their gifts and we're all getting email subscribers. Okay. Great. So that's, that's one way that and the hosting summits I'm seeing work really well. The other thing I'm seeing work for growing and getting, you need to think about growing your email list so we can have people to sell to, right? So you can do that. You could do TikTok or Instagram reels have a lot of organic reach right now. And that means that that those algorithms will potentially show your video to someone who has never heard of you or seen you before. And that's pretty rare these days on social media. So, um, and that won't be forever, you guys either. That's just like right now in this moment of time, what I'm seeing working and then ads. And so the other strategies I see are like blogging and YouTube. And I think those still work. However, I think they're a long-term strategy and most people get frustrated and quit before they get the traffic. So out of those, what sounds kind of like, yeah, I think I would want to do it this way to you. Well, I've already done, I'm, I already do the Instagram reels and, you know, I just get on there. Like you were saying in the beginning, when you, I do it, I do it. I don't care what I look like. I'm giving good information. I mean, obviously I care what I look like, but it's not a professional video, but I do that. I get on, I comment on other people. I've researched the people in my area. I get conversations going, you know, and then that's, I've gotten some people to come to my page and, and follow me from that. But so I need to collaborate with somebody and, or try to get something going. And I, and I have kind of started a campaign where I'm saying like, we need to get women together and talk about it. Like my menopause, my way, it's kind of my yeah, little- like a, Maybe like a summit or a retreat, like a free yeah. retreat where you have yeah. speakers. That could be really fun. Yeah. Um, that could be great, right? So I like that you're, I feel like you're okay with that. I feel like you're coming, your brain's coming up with ideas and things to try. And that's where you want to stay is just like, well, what else could I try? Who else could I collaborate with? Who could we reach out to? How could I get in front of more people? And I want you to put all of your energy into thinking about those 40 consults, right? And it's, it's going to be like, you know, it's not going to happen overnight, right? That's a lot of consults to book a month. But if you keep trying like to hit that goal and you just stay focused on that, What I see happen, especially in the beginning when it's like, what about this? And what about this? And what do I do about this? It's like, it, you just need like blinders right now. It's like, we're just going to get 40 consults, like on social media, we're going to start getting more and more consults on social media. And that's going to be your first step. And you need to, you, your brain is going to want to go. I'm telling you, this is what happens on calls is like, we'll talk things out and you guys feel better for like 20 minutes. And then it's already coming. It's already your brain comes back around and it's like, we're very overwhelmed and confused. So your brain is going to want to go back to like, but I don't know this. And I don't know that you're so like, do I verbally say the offer or just say I don't have brain. a funnel. I don't have any of the stuff everybody talks about. <laughs> you don't need that. You are at a right. different, you are at like, you okay. have like a baby nugget of a business. Yes. Yeah. So like people that have, you guys need to understand like people that have funnels and are doing launches and do all this stuff. Like they have teams, a lot of them have been in business forever. They're not in their first week of business. So you guys are, we don't want to take a little baby nugget business and try to make it be a graduate student. We got to let it be a little baby, right? 
And so for right now, you just need to focus on getting more followers on that Instagram account and trying to start practicing. It's going to be, you're going to have to develop all kinds of different skills to get this to work. And I'll tell you guys too, a lot of people want to run around the internet and tell you guys, you're just going to open these businesses and make all this money. Um, And I do not see that happening for people. I talk to people all the time. Like, I just don't see that. This is, and what we do in my community is like sustainable business building. This is, this is like a real long-term commitment, right? So the, so the first skill you're going to have to build is getting new people to find you on Instagram. And then the next skill is going to be once they find you getting them to book a console with you. Okay. I just, just do that. (laughs) Don't do anything else. I'm serious. Your brain is going to want to do all these other things and like be distracted because when you're confused and we're distracted, we don't have to like problem solve the things in our business. Right. So our brains love being confused. We're like, I'm very confused. Right. Right. It's like, no, you're actually not confused. You're like, I know how to post. I'm going to keep posting and figuring out how to get followers. And I'm going to keep getting, trying to get followers and getting those followers to book consults. And I'm just going to do that. That's like the first skill sets you need. Once you get those couple skills, then it's like, yeah, we can do email lists. We can do sales page. We can do launch. We can add all these skills, but, but not in the first like week of your business in the little little baby nugget business. You see what I'm saying? Yes. It's it's good. It's going to be your job to just keep it simple. Your brain's going to be like, I don't know. And what about this? And what about that? You need to take it back and just be like, I know how to post on Instagram and I know how to ask people if they want a consult (laughs) and go to what you do know. (laughs) And you're like, I'm just going to practice this and think about like how good you could get at that. Like, think about what that would do if you were just like, yeah, I'm really good at getting followers on Instagram and I'm super good at getting them to book consults. Like that's a great skill to have. if You want to have an online business, right? It's worth the time and the you know, struggle of learning that. So I just want you to practice that. Okay. Can I ask you one more question? Yeah, I got you. What do you need? All right. So I, I watched a whole thing about starting LinkedIn since it's more of a nursey professional thing. Do you think that could be good in Pinterest? Cause I'm really not a TikTok person, but I'll be one if I have to be one. TikTok, the organic reach on TikTok right now is just, it's just, I just, it's where it is. Like, I mean, it's like, you guys want to say you're not TikTok people, but you got to understand that's like, to me, I'm like, that's like TikTok being like, do you, would you like some free advertising for your baby business? We could show your videos to people. And y'all are like, no, like no way. (laughs) And I'm just like, I would take them up on that. If I had a new business, my ass, if I tell you right now, if I might started a new business, my ass would be posting on TikTok like 30 times a day. Right. Okay. And you'll know that's true. Cause I used to write like four to five written, like thousand word blog posts a day when I used to be a blogger. So you better believe I would be busting out like 20, 30 videos a day. Right. It's just, yeah. it's just what you do when you're scrappy and you're starting. It's like, we just have okay. to do what we do. And then once you have more money and resources, you guys can do ads and you don't have to do the trendy things, but in the beginning, it's, it's nice to go where the reach is. So yeah. I don't think you well, have I to do TikTok. I feel like I'm old and TikTok. <laughs> yeah, that gives you an sense. advantage though, because there's not as many content creators your age. So there oh, are a okay. lot of people your age on there consuming content, and there's not very many people your age making content. And to me, That's I'm like, true. you're just like, yeah, you're just like in the best spot because all of them are there an hour night. You are right. Just because yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. doesn't mean other people aren't. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so all you right. can do that. I think, you know, right. if you want to do LinkedIn and Pinterest, I would just test it. Right. I 
right. I don't, I haven't used those strategies personally, but I know some people that get clients on, have gotten clients on there. What I see work, to be honest, Wendy, what I see work best for people is people pick one of those platforms and they just like obsess over it and they get really good at it and they okay. build a following, right? Where they get, we've had people in the mastermind get what, like 50,000 followers on TikTok, stuff like that. Like they're, they're just like, I'm just going to build a TikTok following. I'm going to get okay. super good at Pinterest. I'm going to really like, really learn LinkedIn. Um, it's just picking the one that you think is going to work. You know, I don't okay. know what the organic reach is on, on LinkedIn anymore, but you could look it up. And if people are saying right. it's working for them, it's working for them. Yeah. Well, the Pinterest, they say, you could have something 10 years ago and people are still pinning it and going back to it, you know. You guys also gotta remember the people telling you that are probably selling a Pinterest course. That's, I wouldn't I wouldn't ask people that are selling things about right. those platforms what they're doing. I would ask right. someone that has a Pinterest account. <laughs> yeah. You can post well, in my group. My community is very honest, like they will tell you. So you can yeah. post in the Facebook or Facebook group and ask people, like, okay. have you guys had any success on LinkedIn? Has anybody okay. seen Pinterest? But you guys, right. I'm like, I hate to sound like salty, but I've been in this business a long time, right? If Listen. I were selling a Pinterest course, I'd be saying the same shit, right? I'm a marketer. I'd right. be like, it's well, the best. Absolutely. I'm used to those <laughs> drug reps coming in with some cookies. Everybody with a business course is just like those drug reps with the pens and the lunch yeah, and all that yeah, shit. Yeah. That's all it is. It's, it's, yeah. just, it's the same old marketing, right? So, right. So just so you know. I realized that, but th I thought I yeah. saw where real people were saying it. But I'm gonna ask on the ask in the group on the Facebook. I yep, used to get a will. ton of traffic from Pinterest, like for free, and I loved it. I haven't used it in a in a minute. It was okay. kind of it was kind of shifting. I stopped using it because it was shifting more towards, um, like like Amazon storefront and like commercial, like selling like ad stuff, like physical products platform. Mm -hmm. But I think they might have moved away from that now. I don't know. So that I would just be curious and ask, and I would ask, okay. ask people in the group. You can trust the people in here. They'll still steer you straight. Okay. All right. Thanks. Thank you. Uh, yeah. So let much. me know how it goes. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to go to Megan and then I'm going to go to Jacqueline and then someone else has got to raise their hand or we're going to end the call. <laughs> so how do I take, uh, I got to get my hand down. There you go. I'm going to mute you. I got you it. Yeah. Okay. okay. We good? I'm good. How are you? Okay. Really I'm good. I'm at the park. Yeah. What? Lovely. You're just like having a time. I was watching you just like, just like prancing around a field. <laughs> yeah. It's like 70 degrees here, which is wild for February in Ohio. Um, so, nice. so we're enjoying it. <laughs> good. What can um, I help you with? Okay. So I am wondering how you balance coaching. Um, without like, how do you relate to them and let them know you get them without like projecting onto them or like making it weirdly about you? And I worry I'm doing those things. Yeah. Um, hold on. I'm going to put my dog outside. He's being, oh, you're fine. some of you guys have loud kids. I have like the world's no, biggest rescue dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So how do you balance, how do you balance like having a friend relationship with a with like a professional family? relationship that's also like you mean a specific example that you're, are you talking about something specific that happened or are you talking I'm just, I'm just noticing it as a pattern okay I'm just noticing it as a pattern in my coaching is like I tend to be like oh my goodness I so relate to that because of xyz and I just worry I'm making it weirdly about me 
It's interesting though, because I've been your business coach now for how long? Like a while, like two years, two years. <laughs> and I'm very, very transparent with you guys, especially on the mastermind calls. Yeah. Right. And so I think about it in a couple ways. This is kind of how I think about it in my mind. When I am like coaching, you can tell like, cause I'm like asking questions and like digging yeah. into something with someone. But I also think it's helpful, especially since I coach business owners and I am a business owner and have been a business owner for a long time. I think I have experience um, and examples from my life I can share that can be helpful to you guys. But I think about that as more of like mentorship, right? Where mentorship to me is like when I'm telling you, hey, yeah, I did a launch that failed. This happened and this happened. And then we did this. Right. And I try to give you guys like little pieces of my experience that I think other people on the call can find useful or you can find useful. Right. I do that all the time. I'm not always just asking questions because think about it. It's kind of annoying when someone to me, I think it's annoying when someone does that, when they're just like asking questions the entire time. And you're like, I just wish you would like give me some kind of insight. Right. And so for me, when I'm a client, I like both. I like someone that's going to challenge my ideas and ask me, why do you think that? Uh, and what do you really think about that? And what about this? And I'd ask really good questions. And I like sometimes someone to give me some insight. Like, it's like, you're my coach. Like, if you see something, I want you to tell me like what you think and what's true, right? I don't only want you to just be asking questions. Um, so to me, I do both. I do like coaching and mentorship. So you just got to think like, am I only going to be doing coaching, like purely coaching people and just helping them see their own thoughts and see their own brain, which is valuable. Or am I going to do more mentorship where I'm sharing pieces of my experience to help them, to give them like something to kind of relate to? Okay. No, that, that absolutely makes sense. I think, oh, sorry. I have a bit of a cold. Okay. Uh, (laughs) I think I probably need to up the amount of coaching that I'm, or maybe not even coaching, just up the amount of like community that I have for me, because I think I have a really strong desire to like show off how insightful I am. And I don't think my coaching clients are looking for that. (laughs) So like, I want to be sure when I offer them insight, it's because I saw something they might've missed, not because I'm trying to come off as intelligent. (laughs) Well, this is my next question for you. And what I was curious about is like, why do you think this is coming up for you? Because I've been coaching a lot more recently, like individual, I've gotten a couple of individual clients, whereas I've been doing group for a long time. There he is. Okay. Sorry. Looking for my kiddo. Yeah. yeah. Yes. All good. (laughs) I mean, we're at a small park, but anyway, we don't want to crash the car. We don't want to lose the kid. (laughs) So listen, so yeah. And I, I think, um, oh, I totally lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. I was talking about doing individual coaching a lot more than doing group coaching as I was doing before. And that's where this is coming from. This is what I was going to tell you. I would do a thought, thought download about your thoughts about your coaching. I know this is like super <laughs> meta, right? Okay. But it's like, what do you think about yourself as a coach? I think you've got mm-hmm. some little sneaky thoughts in there that you could clear up. Yeah. But you know okay. how to do that. So I'm going to let you coach yourself on that. I don't think you need me to walk you through that, but I would just look at like, what do I think about myself as a coach? What do I think about the questions I ask and how I help my clients? What do I think about my skills? Ask yourself those questions and down, like just brain dump all of the thoughts that are rattling around, like the loud ones, the little ones, just write them all down and look at some of them and pull some of them out, run some models, 
do some, build some new thoughts and beliefs, decide which thoughts you want to keep, which ones you want to start kind of filtering out. Right. And I think it takes a long time to be able to develop your self-concept as a coach. I definitely used to feel like that. There was a time where my group went from 10 people that I knew really well to like 50 people. And I was totally freaked out. I thought that was insane that there would be like 20 people on a call. I would just be like, so freaked out about that. And I had to kind of coach myself up to where I didn't feel that pressure of like, I, I, it was like, I was coaching, but I was thinking the whole time about what you guys were thinking about what I was saying. And it was like, I was seeing everything I was saying through like this weird filter of like looking, I do this sometimes just in life anyway, but I like look at myself through other people. And I really realized to be able to do what I wanted to do and to make it be sustainable, I was gonna have to just be anchored into like my experience of me with you and everyone else here. I just cannot entertain what they might be thinking or how did they perceive what I said about this? I, it's like, I just have to be with very, very, very present with myself and in the client I'm talking to at that time, mm -hmm. but it's just okay. a skill you have to practice. No, that makes sense. Being present in my reality instead of constantly trying to control other people's. That's a lesson you and I have, <laughs> you've been working with me on for a while. You have to be able to look at someone and say what you think out of your mouth and not be in their model. Like you can't go into like, what do I think they're thinking about what I'm saying? Like that really knocks, I think it knocks, kind of knocks your intuition and knocks your power out a little bit. But if you can stay very grounded in like, I'm going to say what I need to say, and I'm just going to listen to what they're going to, what they're saying and just stay in that, then I think that will help you. Does that make sense? What I'm saying to you guys? Yeah, 100%. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm probably going to do the thought download and then I'll probably post it in the mastermind I don't, or maybe I shouldn't so that I'm not asking for feedback. I'm just accepting my reality. I don't know. Yeah. And then it's also just trusting like that you will get better and you're doing a good job and giving yourself some grace. Don't yeah. be too hard on yourself. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you. Yeah. Okay, I feel welcome. better. Okay. Awesome. All right. I'm going to go to Jacqueline. Can you talk Jacqueline? I see your hand up, but I don't see your face. Yeah. Okay. I'll start my video too. I don't know if you'll be able to see me. Oh yeah. Okay. I got you. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Good. I'm glad you could make it. What can I help you with? So I have um, a free community that's quite large. I have like 32,000 people on Facebook, 10,000 wow. 10, on Instagram and a mailing list of about 4,500 people. Um, I'm trying to convert it to, right now it's free. I'm trying to convert it to a paid membership maybe. So mm -hmm. I'm just looking for some ideas of how I could do that without a lot of resistance maybe and just any insight you might have in that. Yeah, tell me what your paid membership is gonna be. Like, tell me what they get in the price point just in a general. Well, I don't, I don't really have one just yet. So my idea is, I've come up with a whole bunch of ideas. Um, I've started kind of right now with a paid book club um, that seems to have a little bit of traction, uh, not huge. Um, it's the, the community is global. So I'm looking at maybe having, um, kind of like some teaching component, like different community members would actually share things. Um, I'm looking at even having some kind of like global retreats or any, like, so like I'm thinking big, but for now I'm just thinking, how do I start 
to be making some money off this. Is this going to be the business? So it's going to be book paid book club. Is that the business? That's, that's what it's starting with, but I don't think that's sustainable. Maybe. Why would you do something in your business? You don't think is sustainable. Um, just cause I wanted to try something. Okay. I'm curious. Like, I'm just curious, like what I want to make sure I help you like the best I can. Like, what do you think you want to do if it's not the book club? So I think uh, like what I'm, as again, it would be some kind of membership. So it would be like a recurring revenue. Um, and I'll tell you something about memberships. I also ran another membership before the one right. I have now that was a full-time income for me. Um, and people will tell you all about the reoccurring revenue and all that stuff. But I will tell you, you better really like doing sales and marketing because <laughs> you're going to be all of the time. So I used to do one-on-one coaching and now I have a coaching membership. Right. I used to spend all my time coaching one-on-one clients, right? Now everybody's on one call together. I only coach twice a week, but all of those hours plus more are spent marketing that offer. <laughs> right. So so just so you know, because people get, you know, people this comes around in trends where it's like the membership thing is like, oh, it's reoccurring income and it's very sexy. And it's like, yeah. Like, I love having reoccurring income. I think it's a great business model, but you've just got to be aware the marketing that it takes to grow a membership, I'll tell you, is is a lot more, I think, than most people think. So just take that what you will. But if you still want to do it, I think you should do it. I'm not telling you not to do it. I think you could do the book club too. I just want to figure out what it is you want to do. Right. And I want to do a membership. Like, I'm not sure if I should actually be asking my current free members no. what they would like or or if I should just be like this is what we're doing you should decide what you want to sell you need to make a business right so a business has to have a product to sell right. to bring in revenue and you need to figure out what that's going to be and then we can go get those people okay so that's what I got to start with okay so start with like the offer like I did with the were you on at the beginning when I was working yeah. with Wendy like I want you to do that. I want you to figure out what is the offer and what is the price, okay. who's going to buy it. And then right. how can I go get, how can I go get that many to go sign right. up? Like how many, like for her, she, I thought she would do consults. So I was like, how many consults for you? You're probably going to pitch on an email list. So right. you're like, how many people would have to be on that email list, right? Right. To grow. How am I going to get those subscribers? And you just right. start testing things and putting your brain to work, getting that audience. But I'm not a big fan of, of surveying audiences of what to sell. And I think, you know, I think when you do that, you're kind of saying, I have to make something for these people I have, but if you're going to be a business owner for real, if you're really going to have a sustainable business, going to support you and make a lot of money and like support you for a long time, you really have to know how to go get new people anyway. Right. Like that amount of people is not going to probably take care of you the rest of your life. Right. Mm -hmm. So even if we got a product that they really loved, it's like, great. Well, now we have to go get more people to buy this product. And if you don't really like it, then it's kind of like, to me, it's like, well, you know, you can do that for sure. I don't think every business has to be like the love of your life or anything, but it's also like, we're going to do all this work. Like, let's make sure it's something that you actually want to do. Right. And so when you're thinking about products, if you guys buy the revenue maximizer, some of you guys bought that. It was the upsell on the bundle. There's a really good training in there called the Digital Product Lab. It's a two-day workshop I taught about how to make a digital product. Um, it's in the mastermind. If you're in the mastermind, you can get it in there. 
but right now we have a $20 offer. I don't usually sell it outside, but in the bundle, you guys can grab that. But it talks about coming up with an offer people want to buy. And I talk about, you want to think about as an entrepreneur, we're in the business of solving people's problems, right? So you want to be thinking about what is a problem people have? What's a solution I could offer for the problem? And it needs to be a problem people want to pay to solve. The other thing I see happen a lot when people survey audiences is they'll be like, what's your biggest problem right now, right? And people will all be like, I don't know, like, like getting my kids to school on time, my biggest problem. And so then they'll be like, I'm going to make a program. They all said this. They'll be like, Faith, they all said, like, they all have this problem. I'm going to make a program, like the get your school to kid, your kid to school on time program or whatever. And then they launch it and nobody buys it. But what happens is like, they like to complain about that problem. That doesn't mean they want to pay money to fix it. <laughs> so like, we all have problems that we just like to complain about but we don't aren't really necessarily ready to like take the steps to like do something about it and we're not necessarily ready to pull our wallet out and pay someone else to help us fix it so a lot of times when you guys survey audiences you'll end up with a list of problems like that that are problems people complain about but it's not necessarily something people want to pay to fix so you want to be thinking about who and and only this is another thing you guys like make sure that you're selling to people that have money pick up pick a target market that has money that has a problem that they want to pay to fix and come up with a great solution for them. Now, I know that's hard, right? But that's what you, that should give you your brain some like useful things to kind of ponder on, right? Versus just like, what do I do? Really think about like, what is a problem I could solve that people have, right? And that's really what entrepreneurship is about is coming up with some type of solution. What do you think? Yeah, at all. That all makes sense. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. I just want you to like ponder on that for a little bit. Um, and then I want you to think, I want you to go with the belief. This is, and I really think this is true. I I just do. Like, I really think you're going to have to build the skill of being able to get new followers and new potential customers, no matter what. So okay. even yeah. if we could sell to that group, I guess I'd be nice for right now, but you're still going to have to get customers from somewhere. Right. right? So even if, and maybe that group, maybe you're getting new people in that group still. Like I know some people are still getting Facebook groups growing, but that might not last forever. Just like I was saying, TikTok, it's working now. It probably won't be working like the way it is now in a year. Yeah. It'll probably be different. So you have to be in the mindset, like right now, like even if I were able to get stuff from Facebook, I probably still would have to learn how to go out and market anyway and get new people. Right. right. So I don't know that it's going to be the big hack to like figure out something to sell this audience you already have you could do both like maybe you can figure out something you're going to go get new people and we can sell to them now right okay now just one last question then so when you think about if it is a membership so yeah. you think don't don't house it on facebook have it separate like on would and what would you recommend for, for like a platform platform yeah I'm on, I really like Kajabi. We're on it. I'll tell you, I, it is, it can be pricey if you're at a new business. Like, I don't know what your revenue is, but if you're just starting Kajabi might be a little more of an investment. Yeah. So you might either have to get a side hustle or other money to fund that, right? right. You got to look at like, how much money do I have to invest in my business every month while it's not making money. And some of you have more to invest than others, right? So if y'all are on a budget, 
Kajabi might not be the best way to go. You might just put them in a Facebook group so you don't have to pay for the course platform. And then um, Facebook groups have this thing called sections. Mm -hmm. So you guys can actually put course modules in Facebook group. So if I were starting and I were, I'm a scrappy, right? I'm a hustler. So if I were starting a business and I had no money, I would just be taking payments with PayPal on a PayPal link. And I would be putting them in the, I would be sending them the Facebook group manually. Right. And then once you got some money coming in, then get a platform like Kajabi, because you'll be able to do your website, your sales page, your course, your payments, all that in there. Um, I'll give you some tips about memberships if you want. My biggest tip for memberships is I would, I would do your plan. So I wouldn't do a membership that I wasn't committed to selling for probably the next, I hate to say this, you guys, but I really probably wouldn't do a membership unless I was committed to selling it for at least five to 10 years. (laughs) And, and I would sell those yearly plans, right? I would have a, we have a monthly option and a yearly option. I really like that. It works really well for us. What happens is people come on the monthly. They're like, I'm never going to leave. And it's cheaper for them to pay for the year and they get a bunch of bonuses. So it's like, of course they're going to upgrade. Right. So we get people in on the month and then they stay and we move them to the year plan. Um, And that's how, when you guys see my business specifically, when you see us having like a big month, like where we're like, oh, it was like a $30,000 launch. It's because we moved a bunch of people onto the year plan. That's where we're making like those big cash, cash months from. So, you know, I think the yearly plan is a good thing. I think the monthly option can be good. The, with the membership, you've got to be always getting new people in. You've got to be real good at getting lots of new people when you have a membership. So getting new email subscribers every month. And then you've got to be nurturing your, your current people so they stay. You've got to keep them from leaving. And you've got to get them to upgrade onto that year plan. Yeah. So it's kind of like, there's kind of like, you're kind of juggling all the time because you're selling, you're getting new people and selling them, but then you're also selling the people that are already there to keep them. Right. Because otherwise they'll just leave every month and you'll just be, you'll be getting new people, but it won't actually grow. That happened to me for a while, like a couple of years ago, it was like, we would get new people in, but then the same amount would leave. And I was just kind of stuck. So we had to work on our retention rate. Now our retention rate is great, but it just takes practice you'll figure out, you'll figure out like what you can offer that will keep people in and keep people engaged. Okay, great. Thank you. Yeah. Is there anything else or are you good? You know, that's good. uh, It's pretty broad advice I gave you, but (laughs) I want you to listen to me. I want you to figure out this offer. Don't spend a lot of time thinking about this. So I'll tell you one more thing that I see a lot. And this is for everybody. I see this all the time. And we talk about this in the mastermind and I'm like, this is the biggest thought error I see with entrepreneurs. And it's this thought of like, if I think really hard about it, it's going to be easier or my decision will be better. If I spend a lot of time thinking about the program or like really thinking about it, really like, and usually all you guys are doing is being slow. Right. So, so there's a lot to be said for speed in business. I'm like, just fail as fast as you can. (laughs) It's like, it's like if you put a program out and it's just not going to work and it's just not growing, like we want to know that sooner rather than later. And you guys thinking about it, especially if you don't have business experience, like thinking about an idea isn't really going to give you that much insight. It's usually just going to make you more confused. So what I want you to do is like give yourself a date of when you're going to have this, an offer set. Right. No, I want you to do it now. Tell me. (laughs) I've already put, I've already put the offer out. So the book club is already out and I have, it's not going to be your offer. You're scaling. Well, that's you sign up with a new offer. 
new offer. Okay. I, I want you to decide. We've either got to decide I'm taking, listen to me. I want you to decide I'm taking the book club all the way. I'm going to, I'm taking it all the way. We're going to right. six figures or whatever it is you want to do. I'm taking it all the way. I'm going to sell, I'm going to figure out how to sell this. Right. No matter what. And this, it's like, it's like a marriage. You don't go to a marriage and you're like, I don't know. We'll see if I still like him in a month. <laughs> you better be like, look, it's you and me. Like, this is it. All right. <laughs> all right. Kind of like how I want you guys to commit to your offer. You're not very committed to that offer. Like, think about it. You've talked about your husband like that or your partner like that, <laughs> right? You're just like, well, I have a husband or I have a partner, but I don't know if it's going to work. <laughs> it's like, it, the thing is, is like any offer, the level of like commitment you have to have to make this stuff work is like very high. You right. have to decide, I have a book club. I'm going to make six figures from it. Right. That's it. And I'm going to just keep, I am just going to do it. And that, and what that does is it gets rid of the like, well, I'll try it for a little bit and see, but if it doesn't work, I'm just not going to do it. Like what happens when you guys do that is you basically just kind of guarantee that it's not going to work that right. good. Right. So I would rather you just re like, I'm going to try it for six months and this is the offer and I am just going to give it everything I got and right. I'll see, and then I'll evaluate the results and see if I want to continue. Or I would just rather you just get a different offer, but I don't stay in this energy with that offer. If that's going right. to be your offer, you got, you need to have like a commitment ceremony to that offer and be like, it's you and me. Like, we're going to do this. We're going to make it happen. <laughs> Okay. All right. You okay. give me lots to think about. So yes, okay. I appreciate it. Okay. You got it. Let me know how it goes. All right. Thanks. Oh, Alice is here. I'm going to do Lucy and then I'll go to you. Okay. All right. Perfect. It's like EBA crew up in here. <laughs> okay. So I'm next. Yeah. You're next. What you got? I I'm glad to see you. I haven't talked to you in a while. Where have you been? I've been trying to let new people, I've been around, but I've been trying to let new people. Also, I did eight weekly lives and um, wow. I ran, out, I ran, out, ran out of steam because I was trying to show people new designs and I wasn't keeping up with what I'd done. So the last one kind of petered out, but I'll, I'll fix it. Um, I'll, I'll do, I'll redo that one when I have That's great, though. more to show them. You did do though. Well, I got like over 600 new YouTube subscribers. Come on, Lucy, come on. Yep. So coming on here telling me how nothing's working, everything's the worst. And then she'll be like, well, well we get this yeah. amazing thing though. Well, the other thing is in order to monetize on YouTube, you need 4,000 watch hours in a year. And I got to, um, which is an average of like 333 a month. And I've been doing above that average for the past two, three months. So, so it's going to help me. I'll get to monetize on YouTube, which I don't for, unless you get, you know, one of these days, one of my things is going to go viral. You know, what I, think I, it do. I think you're already getting like momentum. I want you to, I want you to think about in your videos, getting them onto your email list. You have a lead magnet they can get. Yeah. Everything I make is lead, lead magnet. Perfect. Yes. That's exactly. So, cause, cause you'll make more money when we get your funnel converting your, we're going to get your sales stuff working and then they're going to get on that email list and we're going to make more money off of those sales and you will on ads anyway. And then your ad money can just be your icing, just extra money for you. Yeah. Well, I, I do think I need ads because I, like I, I've said before, I think my stuff is good. That's not the issue. It's, um, 
putting out putting it out there before people. So um, like I did, I was so proud of myself yesterday. So I was in a summit last week and, and everybody signed up to get my free book, actually my book bundle, it's three separate books. And I actually tagged them in ConvertKit, which was kind of amazing for me to actually do that ahead of time. So I had like 700, over 700 new subscribers, engaged subscribers. And so I thought, this is a warm audience. So I sent out this email. I thought it was good. Give them a $5 coupon because these people didn't win. Mm -hmm. I sent it out to the people who didn't win. And I'm like, I'm going to get some sales. I had none none. I'm like, how does this happen? Um, And then I sent it out again today. And I decided I'm going to remind these people that this is my job. So I said, I left the ER because it was just too much, blah, 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 blah. So this became my job. But it's a job I can't wait to do. I can't wait to make things for you. So I thought maybe that'll tell them it's a job and they'll buy. Well, I did get one sale. Actually, I got two, one for a future summit. And one, but I'm like, did they have a deadline when you gave them the, when you gave them the, e- when you sent the email, was it like you need to use the. Yes. I have a coupon until February 20th. So. Okay. Anyway. You listen, what do I say? This is a launch now. Cause it, the cart now is open and it's going to close. You could think about it like a cart close. Right. But it, that, so that's a selling period. It ends February 20th. What do I say all the time about launching? When does it start? <laughs> oh, you said uh, more like the last day. It starts on the last day, Lucy. We're not even on the launch yet. You already made a sale. It hasn't even started yet. Yeah, I know. But I, you know, I, my list now is 20,000 people. It's like one sale. Like, Well, so then the other question I was going to ask, when do you, when is it time to abandon listen uh, a to product? Me. Listen to me. This is what I want you to do. I want you to commit to this launch. I want you to go all the way to February 20th. And your brain already is doing it to you. It's like already like 20,000 people. We only made one sale. There's no like solution in that. You're just going to feel defeated. How do you think? How do you feel when you think that? I have 20,000 people. I made one sale. Well, I didn't actually think of the thought this time, but last time I did, it was like, see, I told you I was bad at sales. That yeah, it's like actually came to me. Yeah, it's like it's that kind of thinking, though, right? We all do this. You're definitely not the only one that does this, right? We all are. This is what brains do. It's just like you see, I knew it, <laughs> right? right? But I want you to think about. I want you to think about staying in the launch the whole time. Don't give up. I want you to. I want you to keep problem solving all the way till the till that sucker is closed. And then if, if you've only made one sale, you can feel super disappointed about it. And you can have all the crappy thoughts you want. I don't care. <laughs> like, I don't care. But like at the end, it's like, you can be as disappointed and you can like get the, get the ice cream on the couch and like cry. And you can come on the call and cry with me if you want. Like we can do the whole thing. You can just be super disappointed about it and feel really sorry for yourself, but you don't do that until after the launch. We're still in it. This sucker has not even started. You have sent two emails. We have weeks left to go. We can turn this around. That's my thought, right? My thought, if I sent something like that, and this has happened to me, right? Where I'll send something and I think we're going to open and we have a big first open date. 
I don't have the, I have bills and a team of people I have to pay. I don't have the luxury of being like, oh, I'm bad at sales. I have to be like, okay, like we have to do something else, right? Let me get them all on a call. Rebecca, give me a Zoom link. I'm going to get them all on a call tomorrow. Let, what else can we do? Let's run some podcast interviews. Let's get some of the alumni, the mastermind alumni up in there. Let's do this. What else can we do? Like we're immediately like, like, okay, we got to fix it. So I want you to, I want you to go to a place that's like, oh, I thought this was going to work, but it didn't. So I need to fix it versus I thought this was going to work and it didn't because I'm bad at it. And it's so hard and terrible. <laughs> do you see the or, difference? Or my product's bad. It could be, but we got to, you haven't tried to sell it yet. you got to sell it all the way through. I've been selling it for a while. And it's like, uh, well, you, but, look, we're not going to make a new product right now. I want you to finish this launch. And then if you want to make, sell something else, like we can come up with some other ideas of some, something to sell. There might be something that, but I'll tell you, like, even when you have a great product, I'll tell you like what I think about the mastermind. I love the mastermind. I think it's such a good offer. It is not easy to sell. Like you would think, like in my mind, I'm like, people would just want it. <laughs> like, I'm like, we're giving them so much value and it's such a good price and the community is amazing and the co we have the best coaches in there and it's great. They don't, <laughs> they don't want it. It's really hard to sell. So even if you make a different product and it's like the great product, it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be easier to sell. So you can make a different product if you want but you're still going to have to, I think you're still going to go through this same struggle a little bit, even if you have a different product. Every That's single fine. time. Yeah. Which is fine. You just have to be into it. You have to be like, yeah, I, I know it's going to be hard to sell and I still want to make it right. My thought is like, yeah, the mastermind is hard to sell. And like, it is a lot of work and I still want to do it. Like, I love it. I want to do it, even though it's not, it's probably not the most profitable thing for me to sell, right? I could probably sell something a lot higher end at this point in my career and make a lot more money. I don't want to do that. I want to sell. I want my community. I want the offer. I want to see it all the way, right? So get your brain on board with like, yeah, I know it's hard and I want to do it anyway because I want to be someone who's good at sales, right? I want to be someone who can sell any offers. So I want to keep practicing even if this isn't the easiest offer to sell. I like the idea of keep practicing. I want to practice. Tell your brain that I want to practice sales. It's going to be like, yeah. poor me. Like, it's so hard. You'd be like, yeah, I know it's hard. That's why we need to keep practicing. I right? used to be an athlete. Obviously I'm not now, but the idea of training. So yes. I'm, I'm like training to sell. Yes. Sale. I always say sales is like the violin, but maybe for you, what, what sports did you play? Um, I, uh, oh no, not, not anything team couldn't do that no I was a runner and then a cyclist I was a very bad cyclist but be like sales is like running right it's like you don't run the first day and do the whole marathon yeah right, right? it's like you have to train for it you have to practice for it and you get better over time and most of you guys if you're not good at sales it's because you have not sold enough you have to do sales a lot of times to be a good marketer it's hard people literally go to college for sales it's like a degree you can get Right. So we have to practice. That's all. You just need more practice. And don't you, do you think it's harder if you're an introvert? I mean, that's always been kind of my, like, oh, I always have trouble putting myself out there. It might be, but like, but it's just not useful for you to focus on that. Right. I mean, there's lots of things like it, all of us have our own little sets of things that make life a little harder for us. Right. Yeah. I have like insane ADHD. 
but like thinking about how I can't stay on topic and my brain's all over the place and I always have a thousand things going on at once and and thinking about like it would be so much easier if I were different like that doesn't help me because when I think that like there's no solution in that really it just kind of makes me feel bad and frustrated yeah does that yeah. make sense no I was using it as an excuse I think that it's not right. it's like yeah you're an introvert and it's harder for you and like so what yeah because it's like you're not going to quit I've already coached you on so many times on this so you're not going to quit anyways so then it's like thinking about how hard it is just makes it feel harder I yeah. think right okay. so you're like I'm an introvert and it is uncomfortable for me and so what like I want to do it anyway like this is what I want to do so I'm willing to be uncomfortable sometimes right? That's a good yeah. thought I use a lot is like, I'm willing to be uncomfortable. I'm, my brain, my brain has loves to do like, I was coaching someone this yesterday in the mastermind. We were talking about brain temper tantrums. My brain loves to like freak out when things are hard and just be like, it's too hard. It's too much work. We're too tired. And I'm like, sometimes I have to stop myself and be like, is this that hard? <laughs> like, oh. brain, right. It's like, kind of like, it's kind of like, it's like, yeah, you're an introvert and it's uncomfortable. Is it that big of a deal? Yeah. Like, kind if of you're an the... introvert, you probably do shit that makes you uncomfortable all the time. Well, when I was in the ER, just walking in the room, you have to introduce yourself to brand new people you've never seen before with a sick child. I mean, yeah, right. I mean, that that's was hard, hard, right. But that's also like, that's the path you wanted to do. And sometimes to do the things we want, we have to be willing to feel, it's just an uncomfortable feeling in your body. That's all. Doing it, being an introvert in front of other people, like it's just probably maybe gonna bring up maybe tired or like whatever that feeling is in your body. But if you're just willing to do it anyway, you're like, I'm just willing to feel, my thought is always like, I'm willing to feel any feeling in my body for as long as I have to, to have the life I want period. And so then when my brain freaks out and it's like, it's hard and we're tired and I'm like, it's totally fine. I'm totally willing to be tired. It's like, it's, I'm totally willing to do things that are hard. I, I want to work hard, right? That's one of the things I tell my brain. My brain's always like, it's so hard. And I'm like, I, I, I'm someone that wants to work hard. That's what I say. I'm like, I'm someone that wants to do things that are hard. So it's okay. Right. And you kind of have to, we kind of have to talk back to the little toddler part of our brain that like thinks it's a huge problem when we have negative feelings and be like, it's actually not a big deal for me. Like I've got it. I can be tired. I can be anxious. I can be uncomfortable. It's totally fine. Okay. Now that, um, that helped a lot. And the, and the perspective on thinking of it as an, a launch that helps too. I hadn't, um, you really- have not even started yet. You have sent two emails, Like your brain is like, like we have all these people and they're not buying. And like, for us, it's like, you have sent two emails. That is not like, you need to get in that game, like finish it all the way through seriously. And then when you're at the end, once you don't make, if you don't make any more sales, like we can be very disappointed, but, but you have to test it. Like if we don't put our game, if we don't put our head in the game and see it all the way through to the end, what else can I say to them? How else can I show them this product is great? My thought is always like, oh, they don't understand that the mastermind is great. What else we need to say it a different way. Like I thought I told them, but they, we didn't, I didn't do it good enough. I need to tell them again. I need to tell them a different way. We need to show them something else. Um, and we just keep doing that over and over again. Right. And so if you don't do that, you're not really testing it. You're kind of just like throwing it up. And then people are like, 
not, I don't think they're even saying no. I think they're just not doing anything because most people wait till the last minute. They'll wait till that last email. You can talk to them all week long. I'm telling you, they're all going to wait till the last day. And it's like, okay, last chance. Yeah. Okay. But I want you to really test it. I want you to really, like, if you really tried to sell it, if you really went in there and were like, what else could I do? What else could I show them? How can I show them an example? What do they need to hear to want the product? Um, how else can I explain the value? What else can I say to them? If you really did that all week and you really tried to make those sales, right? Then we'll know like what happens when you actually try to sell it. But if you just let yourself kind of like out and step out because they're not buying and you feel discouraged, we're not really testing the product. We don't know if it sells or not because you didn't really try to sell it. You just sent two emails. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Give this product a fair shot. It's a good product, right? I think so. It's a good product. They want it. I want you yeah. to think that always... it's not out there anywhere. It's unique. Yeah. So tell you, they might need to hear it explain more because it's different and like how it's different and why it's unique. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. And I just want you to keep explaining it to them as many different ways as you can. Um, see what else, maybe come up with a different bonus to offer them too. be like, Hey, everybody that buys tomorrow, you get this extra thing. You're welcome. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Just see what else you can come up with. Okay. Okay. I'll All right. Let me know how it goes and then come let me know what happens. Okay. Okay. All right. You got this. All right. Miss Alice, what you got? It's so good to see you. Hello. It's, I feel like it's been forever. <laughs> I know. I was thinking like you and I were in a little group thing together and I think you were pregnant then. Like it was a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. Oh it gosh. was a long time ago. And like, uh, the first time I met you was at the EBA activate. Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So a lot of life has life. happened since then. I'm sure for you too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. I know um, like a million years ago. Yeah. So I had a cape and apron. It was like, um, you know, that mommy blog kind of business that did really well. It was doing like 3k, 4k a month for a little while. Um, awesome. And then, yeah, so it, it did really well. And it still gets like 2k page views, even though I haven't logged into that WordPress for like two years. Mm -hmm. So there's still something there. Um, but I just like life hit me mm -hmm. really hard. Um, and 2019, and I'm kind of getting back into the swing of business and where to go. Um, and what I want to do is spiritual care and counseling, but like life coaching, yeah, I don't want to go and spend all the time getting a degree. Um, so, uh, cause I have, I can do that for people. I have one client. I started a business called wildflowersgrow.co. Um, and I'm just starting it and mm -hmm. Faith, I don't know. I'm feeling like super frustrated because it's like Cape and Apron did so well and I did the blogging thing and I did EBA and it was like so fulfilling and it was awesome. And here I'm just feeling so frustrated. Yeah. Like, the results now. <laughs> yeah. So tell me more about that. Like what specifically are you feeling frustrated? What is the uh, most frustrating part for you? Okay. Yeah. I think the most frustrating part to me is um, maybe because before it, I got results, like a lot easier, I had a really targeted demographic, you know, new moms, I was a uh, consumer that, um, I just followed the steps from like what I didn't, what I saw that wasn't happening. 
um, in that world. And it just fell into place really easily. And then here I'm like, oh, well, I would like six clients and I have one, you know, so, um, you know, how long have you had this business? Um, I, November, just November or so I started it. And how hard have you been working on it? Are we working like 40 hours a week or we're working like an hour a day or working an hour a week or what? What is, um, so probably like 10 hours, like five to 10 hours a A week. week. And you started Um, in November mm and it's February. Yes. So how many hours is that? Somebody do math for me. (laughs) Well, I mean, depend, I mean, putting together the website was a lot more hours. um, And and how many hours do you think you spent on that other business you had? Yeah, a lot. I mean, a lot, every spare moment. I was so excited to do it. I just did it and every spare moment I had in this one, I'm not feeling the same. Yeah. So I don't know that it was necessarily easier, right? I think maybe you were just so excited. It felt we were just like riding the wave of excitement, maybe. Yeah. 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 You just need to find some thoughts you can use. Are you feeling frustrated when you're working on your business or when you're frustrated? Yeah. I think I have so much pressure on myself. Like I, um, we are kind of in a financial bind and it's like, I need to make this money now. Yeah. Yeah. I get you. So, but I want you to see like the reason that it feels frustrating is that thought Mm. your brain thinks it's frustrating because this business is harder than your other business. Mm. And I don't really think that's the case. I think you have the thought I need to make this happen now and that's creating pressure right which is bringing up frustration because you're like I need to happen I need this to happen now and it's not and then we're feeling frustrated but you just want to understand that the frustration is coming from those thoughts that you're thinking about the financial situation even like we're in a financial bind Mm -hmm. how does that feel when you think that oh yeah like I'm underwater yeah. Like I'm like, we're in a lot of trouble. Right. And I am like, I do not take like financial situations lightly. Right. As someone who has been like as fucking broke as a person, I lived in a tent for like a year and a half at one point in my life. Like I have had no money. Right. So I'm not coaching you as like a super privileged, rich person. Okay. But I do think, I do think that that type of thinking where it's like, we're in a bind and we've got to get this to happen now. There's times where those thoughts can be really useful where you're like, it's fucking go time, but they are tricky because they will turn on you. Right. Mm -hmm. And they will start like feeling like pressure, um, and, and afraid and hard and frustrated. Right. And they will they it's like, you take the business and you put it in a pressure cooker, right. We have a little tiny baby nugget business. We're like, why the fuck are you not getting a doctorate yet, baby? Yeah. <laughs> like, I need you to go get a PhD and a job and support me yesterday. I started you in November. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and your business is like a little tiny baby. It needs nurture and love. Like that other business you had, I bet you just like loved the heck out of it. Yeah, I did. And you just nurtured it like a little baby business, right? It was just like, oh my gosh, my little baby. And everything it did, you were like proud of it. You're like, oh my gosh, I got an email <laughs> subscriber. My little business. And this yeah. business is like, hey, baby, 
why are you not doing what the other baby was doing? (laughs) Yeah. And so, you know, I, you got to tell yourself the truth about your financial situation. And like, what I, what I tell people is like, it is very, very hard to manage your mindset when people feel like they're in a thought thought that's like, I need to make money. The business needs to make money. Mm -hmm. I have coached a lot of people on this stuff and I have almost like never seen anybody able to make money when they're in that spot. Mm -hmm. And so the way I coach people in the mastermind now is I tell them, I'm like, you need to get some money coming in the easiest path to money. I don't care what it is. Like, it's like, you know, my advice is like friggin' Instacart, coffee shop, VA work. Like you've been in this world a long time. I'm sure you could pick up some VA work for somebody Mm -hmm. like just so your brain sees some money coming in and we can get rid of that. Like we're in a financial bind. And then I'm not going to coach you on this in front of everyone, but I would think about this. Like, are you really in a financial bind? Like what's the worst case scenario? Yeah. And show your brain that you're safe. Like even like, I'm always like, even if we, even if the business went under and I lost the house and we had to move and sell everything we own, like the worst case is like, we move in with my family (laughs) and like, that's not a great scenario if you knew my family, but it's also like, nobody's dying here. Right. And so I would make a plan like that. That's like, what is our worst case scenario and show your brain? Like, I'm going to figure out how to make up the money, but even if I don't, we are okay. Or even if I don't make it by this date, if you want to stick it out, what I have people do is I'll be like, um, if you're not making X amount by this date, then this is my plan. Then I'll go get Instacart. Then I'll go get VA work. Then I'll go pick like whatever picks. A lot of you guys have old jobs you could go back to or pick up hours. I'm like, easiest path to money, whatever that is, do that. Right. And so make a little plan so you can show your brain, like, look, I know there's no money coming in right now. If there's not money at this date, this is what I'm going to do. I don't need to worry about that. And just show your brain, like we have a plan, right? And see if you can take some of that pressure out of it. Because thinking like we're in a financial bind, I mean, this business needs to be making money now when we have a little baby business, you should be stoked. You have one client. <laughs> I know. And it's going so well. I yeah. Mean- you're like winning, girl. You're just winning. You're like, I just start businesses and I just win. That's what you need to think. Because when you're thinking that there's going to be so many more ideas and solutions. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, that's why I'm coaching you. I just want everybody to understand. Like, that's why I'm coaching you the way I'm coaching you is like, not because I don't want you to take your financial situation seriously. I do, but I also want you to be able to get your brain to a place that's useful. And when our brain is triggered and freaked out and stressed out, That's not where genius million dollar ideas live. And as an entrepreneur, this is how we make money up here. We got to keep our brain is literally what makes us money. Coming up with solutions for people, coming up with marketing ideas, coming up with great offers. All of that has to come from our brain. And when our brain is like, oh shit, like we're, this is a huge problem. It's really hard to access the part of the higher thinking part of your brain you need to problem solve the things you need in your business. Does that make sense? So I yeah. want you to think about some, what are some neutral thoughts we can think about this business and the financial situation? Don't neutral. have to be positive. Don't go to like, I'm going to be a millionaire. Go to like, okay. we've been thinking we're in a financial bind and this business is not as good as the other business. What are, what is a neutral thought we could think about this situation? That if this business doesn't succeed this year, it will not make or break us. 
That's a good thought. That is a really useful thought for you. Yes. Write that down. (laughs) (laughs) And that's true, right? So it's really good because it's useful and, but that's useful because it's like, okay, if, if the business doesn't work out this year, we will do something else. Yeah, that is great. Yeah. And I, I, and I think the other, the second part of that is that I'm not sure what, um, product like avenue to go down, you know, before I had a blog and I used affiliates and, um, I did little like printables and stuff like that. I have, um, a graphic design, an extensive graphic design and art background. Um, so like with this, you know, do I want to do a course? Do I want to, um, do online stuff? Um, do I want to do in-person? I have an office, I'm running an office. Um, so like what, like in-person, like marketing, like in the community, that's like a way different thing than I did before. Yeah. I want you to think about, this is what I want you to think about. Cause how big is your audience right now with your new business? Oh, like zero. Okay. So (laughs) this is what I, and okay. Just so everybody knows why I'm coaching her this way. Cause people will take like something I said and they'll be like, you told Alice. (laughs) Yeah. I have like this. (laughs) Listen, everybody. So if you have a small audience, this is why I'm coaching her this way. She said she has a small audience and she needs to make bill paying money ASAP, right? (laughs) So this is, you know, I think the fastest way for you to do that is going to be to sell more high ticket things. So before you had a more volume-based business, right? Because you had volume, you had all these people. So we could sell, what was the price range you were selling before? Ish. Oh yeah. Like $30, 30 bucks. Right. Mm-hmm. But we have to have a lot of people with well, a lot of $30 things, right? We yeah. don't have the volume to sell enough $30 things right now to make the income that you need. Could so I tap to- into my old list that is just like collecting dust? There's like over 50,000 people on that old list that I just haven't tapped into maybe 80,000. Alice, what are you, why? <laughs> I, I just like that business. I just I haven't gone back to it. It's like potty training. Like I just, <laughs> I'm not there anymore. So girl, it's still, it's still make- off, what if those people need your help? Make a uh, great, listen to me. I want you to think about, don't change your offer, like to tailor to those people, but I want you to think about your client you have now and how you've helped them and how you want to help other women. You have 50,000 people on that list. There's people on there, right? What are the big transformations you really want to help people with? Mm, yeah, I want people, I want the big transformation that I really want to help people with. Um, it's kind of just some of the stuff that I have done in my life in the past two years when shit hit the fan. Um, so I want you to listen to me. I want you to think about like when your life was falling the fuck apart. Yeah. There are people on that email list going through that alone. Yeah. That's, that's just the truth. Yeah. There's 50,000 yeah. people on there. And like, let's be honest, like life is brutal. Like there's people going through that right now by themselves. Mm-hmm. So listen, and I don't want you to don't use that against yourself to make yourself feel bad, but I want you to like, you know, I want you to go into like your soul right? Connect with God. If you're doing spiritual coaching and co-create a great offer with God, something special and put it out to those people and offer for them to get help. Okay. 
write them something nice. Okay. And put an offer at the end of it. Tell them about what you went through. Ask, tell them, you know, that you're going to be sending supportive messages and you're doing coaching now. Okay. And then the people that don't want to be there will unsubscribe. It's fine. <laughs> okay. And then um, I have a co coaching package, just like, I mean, I had one client and that coaching package is like, um, it's like 12 sessions. It's small, um, but like $110 a session. Is that way too small? It's like three thousand dollars, I think, or so total. Two thousand, maybe. Well, how much money do you want to make? I want to make like thirty thousand dollars a month. Okay. So, can you make that with that offer? I can't do math. No, I am so. I would. I would start at that price and book out those six spots. Okay. And that would get you to twelve. And then you can, as you. This is what I would do. I would. I would just sell the package you have now okay. and book out like a full-time skip by however many, I don't oh, know how schedule. many, I know you're not working full-time, but however, what full-time is to you, like however many okay. hours you have for clients, okay. book that out. Okay. And then once you're full, you can keep those people at that rate, but then anybody new you sign, you just keep bumping the price up. Bumping it up. Okay. Yeah. And then what about like passive stuff? My other thought was like, Cape and Apron did so much passive stuff. I want you to just sell those spots right now. Like if we're really, if you're really in it, this is why I'm coaching her this way. Everybody will hear what I'm saying, right? I, you told me you're in a financial bind. Yeah. So I'm like fastest way to get Alice to money, sell yeah. those six spots. Okay. Just do that. And then we can add, like, you're going to have the business forever. This is a little baby business. We're going to have it for hopefully the next decade, right? Mm -hmm. So we have lots of time for courses, for funnels, and you know how to do all that stuff. So that gives my heart so much rest to look at it that way. Yeah. You can always add those, that stuff in. Okay. So we're going to book out those spots. I want you to get six clients at that spot, get them on the consults, sell them, sell consult calls like I literally want you to like pitching like as if I know they're free but just get as many people to get on consult calls with you and ask them what's going on and hear their story and listen to them and witness them and offer to help them and see if they want to work together see if you think you can help them and see if you think it's a good fit and if it is pitch your offer and see if they want one of your spots say I have spots for coaching right now Mm. like I think I can help you with these things you said you're struggling with this this is how I can help you Mm. right so I want you to like, just sell the consult calls as if that's your low end offer now. <laughs> okay. Get as many people on those consult calls as you can, and then pitch those, the spots. And then the other thing you can do is once you're booked out, thinking about scaling to 30, probably for you, what I would do is I would start a wait list and then I would switch to like a group coaching. Yeah. So I would book out your one-on-one and then go to group. okay and then for those um those consult calls um um how long and what is like the dynamic of a consult call it just depends on what you want to do with your people for you I I think I would get really clear on like exactly what the results are that you're going to market to them 
like the actual, like you're going to, if you coach with me, you're going to get these results. Mm-hmm. And then I don't want you guys doing sneaky consults where it's like, um, the other thing I've been saying to the mastermind too, you can try these one-on-one consults and for what you're doing, I think you, you really might need to get one-on-one consults. But the other thing I've been seeing lately with consults more and more is that people, I think, feel weird getting on one-on-one calls because they don't know you. Right. And they're like, I don't know. You're like a stranger, like, especially because you haven't been nurturing that list. Right. So they're going to be like, I don't want to get on a zoom call with a stranger. I feel weird. Right. Cause we're all awkward yeah, yeah. and weird after COVID. <laughs> so what I've been telling the mastermind to do is do like a free, you could do like a free group support call where you're like, Hey, if you're having a hard time every Friday, I do a support call for moms that are having, going through a hard season in life. And I just coach for free. And I coach for free. I would probably say, I would probably, if you're going to pitch on there, I would let them know that. So I'd be like, I'm going to coach for free for an hour. And then I'm going to answer any calls, questions anybody has about coaching. If you're interested in coaching, I'd probably say that. But I think sometimes like sometimes getting on the group call is weird because they don't want to talk in front of each other. But sometimes it's like, it feels like less pressure because they're like, well, well, other people will be there and maybe I could just watch. And then the other thing you could do if you don't want to do like a support group vibe is you could do like, we're going to plan our week. We're going to set intentions. We're going to do a group journal session. We're going to do like, you could do something with them all together on the call. And then you can just tell them like, Hey, I do this every week. Invite your friends. If you know anybody, any, I help moms like going through tough times or whoever it is you want to help um, invite anybody here. Cause I do this free every week and I'd love to help anybody you guys know. And then just pitch your consults and your calls, tell them like, Hey, I have some coaching spots available. If you guys are interested, I can send you the information or you can book a console or you just shoot me an email and we can talk about if it's the right fit for you. So you could do, you could pitch the one-on-ones and you could pitch group as far as like the one-on-one and how long you just decide. Like, I think you want to figure out like, how long is it going to take you to figure out if someone is a good client for you? And if you're really going to be able to help them mm-hmm. like 20, 30 minutes, you know, mm-hmm. and then right now they're at, at, they're at 30. I just haven't, I have structured it, but I haven't actually done one. You know, you just need to do them. You'll know how to structure them by doing them. Okay. It's, so, you know what I mean? It's like, kind of like if I always use this example, but it's like, if we can sit here and I can tell you how to ride a bike, and I'm going to be like, okay, like you're going to do this and you're going to put your hand here and you're going to, but the, the reality is if you never rode a bike, even if we talk about it for an hour, you're going to go out there and be like awkward as heck on the bike <laughs> and probably fall. <laughs> That's kind of how consults sales are. You guys, you just have to, you get better at selling and doing consults by doing them. So you're going to get good at doing consults. I would just do be like, I'm going to do a hundred of them as fast mm-hmm. as I can. And uh, I'm going to be super bad at it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> So you can try that group consults if you want, or you can do individual. Sometimes it's nice to have an exercise to do on a consult. Like I know people that do the wheel of life on a consult, or they have a little worksheet they fill out with them, or you can just have a conversation with them. I just like talking to people. So like, that's just my style. I'm not like a very structured person. So Mm -hmm. if I were to do consults, I would probably just say, Hey, like, tell me about what's going on. And I can talk, tell you how I can help you. And just ask some really nice questions and see what you get out of them. But don't be worried about that. You just need to do. Just do it. You don't know how to do them because you haven't done them. It's not because you 
don't know how to do them. You know what I mean? It's like, you're going to figure out your process for how to do sales and how to make people feel comfortable and how to, you're going to figure all that out by doing them. So I just want you to just focus on booking those spots out. And you're going to do that by booking a crap ton of consults and just do that for now, get that money coming in so we can get the pressure cooker off. Yeah. And then once we have some money coming in, your brain is calmed down. Then it's like, let's do the 30,000 scale that we can make a plan for that after. Does that make sense? Just do one thing at a time. And I coached the one of this in the beginning, but it's just a good example because our brains get so overwhelmed when we give them these big projects, when it's like, I need this business to be the same size as my other business as fast as possible. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's like too big of a leap. But when I'm like, Hey, just get six one-on-one clients. You're like, Oh, okay. Well, I could do that. (laughs) Yeah. Just focus on that. Don't think about the other stuff right now. Yeah. And I had that as, as my like goal number one, and I wasn't quite sure exactly if that was good or, you know, if that, how to book out those clients. And I was hesitant on tapping into that list. Um, but that really, or if I do Instagram, um, but I think that really makes sense to you go back. have an audience, like use the audience you already have. Some of them are not going to be interested, but some of them will. Right. And I would nurture them for a while. I would expect like when you first email them to just hear crickets, cause they don't remember you and they don't know who you are. Yeah. I would just start emailing them. <laughs> I would just send them like, send them little pep talks, send them like little stories, send them little helpful things, send them whatever you got, um, and invite them to have a consult with you. Right. And just keep doing that and just be like, this is just what it is. And then I would just let the people that aren't interested unsubscribe and then clean out, you know, you're going to have to probably clean out that list after you start using it again. Do you think it's that that asset for yourself? Don't, don't throw that away. You built that. I know either sell it, you could sell it or, or take it with you. That's the other thing too, is like, um, I'm kind of like in this hesitant place too. Cause like, do I just let Cape and Apron go or do I, do I go back to it? And I mean, I just, my heart's not in it anymore, but does it have to be in it? You know, we have to love potty training and, and babies to go back to doing that. I don't know. You just have to decide. There's no right or wrong. I don't want to do it. Yeah. So I'm curious, like, I think, you know, what's interesting, like talking to you is you keep telling me like, you don't know all these things, (laughs) but I think you do know, I think you know exactly what you want to do. Okay. And so I want you to like, pay attention to that. Cause I think your brain is like kind of bullshitting you a little bit where it's like, I don't know what I want. (laughs) You just told me like, right. You just did it to me. You were just like, yeah, I just don't know. And I just, I just don't know what I want. And then you're like, yeah, I don't want to do it at all. I feel like the smart decision would be to keep doing it and tapping into the asset that I grew. Yeah, you can do that, but you just decide either way. So this is what I want you to know about decisions. We have a really good decision-making module in the mastermind. If you guys have the revenue maximizer, there's a 30 day trial in there too. I'm giving you like the deal of the century with that offer because you can come get coached for 30 days in there. Just make sure you cancel because it's on auto renew and all that's on the page for you guys, all the details about how that works and everything. But there's a decision-making module in there. But I'll tell you, I want you to think about the only reason you would ever regret the decision to sell it or keep it is because you allow your brain to think thoughts about how you don't like that choice. 
So you can decide ahead of time that you're going to keep it and you're going to love that choice. Mm. And you just practice how I teach them to make decisions as they make them fast. I'm like, people want to spend, this is what people do. They want to spend all this time on the front end of the decision, thinking about it. Should I sell it? Should I keep it? Should I sell it? Should I keep it? I could keep it. I could sell it. Should I do this? Should I do that? Right. And they think like that's going to make better decisions. But what I think is what makes better decisions is making the decision fast. You don't need, I need any more information. You have all the information to make this decision. Nothing's going to change. So you make the decision fast and then you spend more time on the back end of the decision, choosing to think thoughts about why it's a good idea. So what happens is people make a choice and they're like, okay, I'm going to sell the site. And then they make that choice and they feel good about it for like 30 minutes. And then they start thinking, well, maybe I should keep it though. What about this? <laughs> Or they'll, or they'll make the decision to keep it. And then a few months later, they'll be like, I don't know. I, I don't know if that was the right choice. I should have did it the other way. And then how I coach people is I'm like, you just decide ahead of time. You're going to think I made the best decision I could with the information I had. And I'm really proud of myself for making that choice. It was a hard choice at the time. And I did the best I could. You just have your own back. You don't ever make a decision and circle around and shit on yourself and tell yourself you did it wrong. You just decide like, this is the right decision for me in this moment. And I'm going to do it. And I'm going to have my own back about it, period. Mm. So you can keep that site. If I were going to keep it, I would think, God, you know what? Like past Alice hooked us up. Like we're making money off of this thing. I get to keep it. I'm going to hire a VA to help me with it. We're going to make, when I was running my blog passively, when I was transitioning, mm. we made a mega funnel. We had a year long funnel. <laughs> And it was my newsletter. It was like four newsletters and then a sale and then four newsletters and a sale. And it was just that because I had had the site for so long and written so many emails. I just hired a VA and they built this insane funnel and we just kept putting people in it. And it just ran like that. I didn't even write any content for the site for a long time. So you can be like, I'm going to figure out ways to automate it because I'm super smart and clever business lady. I'm going to leverage this site I already have. I built this asset. Yay me. I'm a boss. I passed Alice fucking hooked us up. Like good for her. We love it. Um, or you can sell it and you can be like, you know what? I'm so happy to like cut this part of my life free and to just be able to focus on this new business. And you can feel great about that. So it's like either way you get to win. Like there's no scenario where you're going to make the wrong choice. What, what happens a lot is people are trying to control their choices. They're like, I need to make the right choices so I can feel really good. Mm -hmm. But the feeling good about the choice comes from what you think about it. I can keep the site and think this is a waste of time and I don't know why I'm doing this and I don't even love it. And the, why am I doing this? Or I can keep the site and I can be like, you know what? Past Alice hooked us up. This is great. I'm going to use this money to invest in this new business. It's amazing. I have this amazing resource. It's great. So it's not about making the right choice that's going to make you feel better. It's going to be like your management of your own thoughts is what's going to make you feel better about the decision. And I think it's important people understand this because it takes, it makes it less loaded because then it's not so scary about like, what if I make the wrong choice? It's like, yeah, if I make the wrong choice, I'm still going to be, I always tell myself, I'm like, I'm making some bold moves right now for me personally, in my personal life, we're like, buying real estate shit that really scares me as someone who's always been poor like that's a lot of money to go out right it totally freaks me out but I just tell myself I'm like even if this is a bad deal and this does not end up being profitable I still want to be someone that makes bold moves and I will still look back at me now and be proud of her because she's made a bold ass move right and I'm like I'm still going to think about me I'm someone who gets in the game I'm someone who makes big moves I'm someone who who 
does the things that she wants now and doesn't wait, right? I'm someone who like takes control of the moment, but I have to intentionally decide that to think that ahead of time. Cause my brain is a dumpster fire. My brain is going to offer me all of the worst thoughts. I already know it. <laughs> it's going to be like, what were you doing? Like, you can't, you can't do anything right. And I have to be like, no, 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 actually I am someone who makes bold moves, right? I have going to have to redirect that but it makes me able to make those moves in the moment, knowing I'm not gonna circle back around. I'm not gonna allow myself to circle back around and tell myself I'm wrong and shame myself and feel guilty and bad. Mm-hmm. And it gives me freedom. Cause then I'm not, I'm not like, I have to make the right choice. I'm just like, no, I just have to decide what I wanna do and have my own back. And I can definitely do that. But when we think we have to make the right choice or we're gonna feel really bad, then it's like, we can't make any moves. Cause it's like, well, if I do something wrong, I'm going to feel really bad about it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, it really does. Yeah, that's really powerful. I've definitely. I want you to like step into this energy of like, listen to me. You have built a business. You are a businesswoman. You know what you're doing. Quit letting your brain tell you you're confused and you don't know what you want when you do. You tell yourself the truth. Okay. Okay. And then I want you to just focus on getting those clients and the rest of it will fall into place. Okay. Let's make a decision about this business. What do you want to do with the site? Are we going to keep it? Now that you talked about your, how you transitioned with the funnels. You don't have to do that, but I mean, I, there's, I, I just want you to some, see there's different things you can do. There's options. Yeah. I mean, I have some, I mean, a lot of it's just laying dormant, collecting dust. I have funnels. They're not turned on. You know, I have all that stuff. I just kind of left when my life hit the fan. And I kind of just didn't want to get go back to it because life got really hard um, during some of that. So it was kind of, kind of going back to it kind of brings up, you know, like life at that time. So, I mean, it's like all money just, I feel like sitting on the table and it still makes, I mean, Amazon, it was making like $500 a month without Amazing. touching it for the past couple of years. And now it's making like, $300 passively. Mediavine just kicked it off, but I haven't logged in. And it might so, be too that you're like, I'm going to, like I was saying, easiest path to money, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, that might be your easiest path to money. It might not yeah. be Instacart. It might be that. And then you can yeah. also, you know, there's lots of things you could do if, if that's not your passion project anymore, but you want, you, I'm always like, you don't want to like throw out the money you already have. Like, even if, like, if I were going to transition my business, we wouldn't just close the mastermind and delete my website. We would like build something on the side, like phase things out. Right. So you can do that. And you can think about in the future, you could hire a VA, you could hire a writer, you could, there's lots of different things you could do where you're not so involved. You could set up things passively. You could, there's lots of possibilities there and you might be able to get clients from those leads you're getting because you're still getting traffic on the site. Yes. At 2K, about 2000 a month. Yeah. So so that's like 2000, like potential women you could help with your new stuff. So it might be like, maybe you're able to transition some of that stuff to this new business, right. And talk about your spiritual coaching and stuff in your emails. Okay. Yes. So I'll, I'll leave it open for now. I'm going to, um, yeah, sit down and think about like how I can, um, how I can, when you, this is my caveat with you, when you, this is for all of you, when you sit down to think about this, when you sit down to make business decisions, you need to sit down as a businesswoman, right. As a boss. So you're going to sit down in the energy of like, I'm about to make some bold ass moves and I know what I'm doing (laughs) and I know what I want. 
and I'm not messing around. <laughs> don't sit, because a lot of times we sit down and make decisions and then our brain goes, I don't know though. Like, what about this? You just got to decide not to do that. You got to decide, like, I'll like set a timer. I'll be like, okay, this is it. Uh, you just have to pick one. Like you do not get to indulge in like thinking about this anymore. Mm-hmm. Thinking about decisions can be very indulgent, you guys. And like, I want you to be thoughtful, right? I'm not saying people like come off this call be like, they've told us. <laughs> told us just to do whatever. No, I'm thinking like be thoughtful, but there's a difference between being thoughtful and overindulging in thinking and being confused. So I just want you to make sure when you sit down in your office, like sit down with your boss hat on in your office. Like I got to make some, I'm out. I got to call some shots right now. We got to get this going. We got to get money in the bank. I got to show up like a boss. And like, I'll tell you the truth about having a lot of expenses now in running a bigger business. I do not have time to be confused or to think about how I don't know what I'm doing. I just don't. I don't have a luxury. I have too many people to pay and too many bills to pay and too much stuff going on. And so, and I think it's just good practice for you guys. Like just decide to think that like, that's just a thought I think, right. I'm just like, I don't have the luxury of being confused about this. I just have to decide. I'm like, and sometimes I don't know. I have to just guess, right. Our, but my business has grown really fast. I'm like, I don't always know how to run a multiple six-figure business. I haven't been doing that that long, right? So it's like, we're in a different ball game now. Um, and it would be easy for me to sit in this office and think about how I'm confused and I don't know what to do. And what about this? And what about that? But I, I just got to keep us going, right? It's like, I got to drive this train forward or we're never going to get anywhere. And so I just have to decide I'm someone who just is able to call the shots. I'm someone who just knows what to do. I'm someone who's just just able to figure things out. And I've just got to keep driving it forward. And so I want you to sit down and think about it, but in with that energy, that's the difference. Because your brain's been messing with you about this for a while. I mm-hmm. can tell it's going to do it again. <laughs> no. You're going to feel good after this call for like 10 minutes. And your brain's going to be like, well, I don't know, no. <laughs> and you got to be like, actually, I do know. I know exactly what I want. I want to make $30,000 a month. Yes. Not, I'm not confused about that. I'm just going to figure out how to do it, but I'm not confused. Okay. Okay. That's okay. Awesome. So we're going to figure out that website. I think it's great. I think you can use that money too, to like invest in your new business. Uh, I want to start a new business this year. Well, I'm kind of doing it with the real estate now, but I'm taking money from this that we're making from this business and putting it into the new one, right? The new one's not making any money right now. It's costing me money. <laughs> That's what new businesses do. They cost you money. <laughs> Yeah. Want to buy the house before we can rent it. <laughs> yeah. Right. But I'm taking money from this business to set up another stream of income. So you're going to take money from that business. Okay. Right. And you're, cause you're a businesswoman. So now it's like, well, yeah, I'm going to take money from over here and I'm going to make a new stream of income for my family. And you can use that money to fund your new business. I think that's a good idea. And think about how to maybe tie them together. I know it's been, it's painful to think about something connected to a hard time in your life, but it could be healing for you. Sometimes it's sometimes like the things that we don't want to do is where the breakthroughs are. You know what I mean? It might, I don't know, but it might be healing for you to go back there and like, look at that and be like, yeah, that was really hard and it sucked. And I'm on the other side now. I don't have to be afraid of this. We're over. That's over. We're not in that season anymore. Right. Yeah. So it might be healing. Like it might be an opportunity there to kind of get some closure on it. Just see how you feel. 
Thank is you. there anything else you're stuck on the old business, the offer? I really just want you to book out those one-on-one -on -one clients. I really think that's going to be the fastest way. If you can keep your brain bought into that and don't let your brain tell you it should be faster or easier. Just be like, no, it's supposed to be really hard. It's a new business. It's fine. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Should I start a blog? Do you want to start a blog? How do you know if you should do something or not? Let's do that. <laughs> Uh, cause you can't come on here and ask me, you're not gonna be able to come on here and ask other people what to do. It's your business. We gotta, we're boss ladies. Right. So how do you guys yeah. know if you should do something or not? Um, if it's aligns with the end result that I want, the lifestyle that I want, do I want to be blogging or does it, is it, um, a transitional thing? If it isn't the lifestyle I want, can it get me to that lifestyle and taper off? Yeah, I think those are all great questions, right? So so what do you think about that? Um I enjoy it as like a um like a self-help for me and also others and I know that really aligns with um how I like to do business um and it worked really well for Cape and Apron um but it also is a lot of time and energy and blog you know, it's the slow the slow build it's a slow burn and I don't know if blogging is as good as it was um you know I think, back it, I think it still can be I just think I teach blogging still and YouTube still like search engine generated traffic still as a long-term traffic strategy but when what I also try to most people can't manage their brains long enough to get to the because all they do is spend their time going it's not working it's not working why is it working is it ever going to work I don't know if it's going to work and they spend all their time doing that for months right and it's just like they just can't manage their brains long enough where it's like they're working and not seeing any result so what I teach people to do is I'll teach them a short-term traffic strategy like reels or tiktok or the bundles you could do a great like spiritual heal your life bundle or or retreat or summit right? And get a whole bunch of email subscribers from that. Um, you just have to have a way to get new people to find you, right? It's like people can't pay you if they don't know you exist. Yeah. We have to have a plan to get leads. If you're not going to do the blog, you've probably like it really, I mean, you could, well, she was saying LinkedIn, but you could do what I'm seeing working right now is reels, TikTok, what else? Ads, bundles, summits, that's kind of what I'm seeing for like lead gen for short term. Okay. Yeah. And I had, um, I had like a, I had a space rented out to do like a little in-person venue, like 50 people max March 4th. And I just, I had my, pre the coach that I had hired, uh, it was the Tony Robbins coach. Um, yeah. and she was like, all in person do this. And then I was like, I ran the numbers. It's like, I'm not going to make any profit. Like I just, and it's so much money and I just don't like, I don't know. I feel like, you know, that this kind of avenue of like tapping into my old list or going online and doing the things that I know um, will help me in the shorter term. Maybe eventually I want to do like a little in-person thing. I think you um, definitely do in-person things, but I don't think it's the fastest path to money for you. Yeah, no, it's, I, okay. That helps me. That makes you feel better about that too. Cause it was just Fastest like path to money. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. And I really think for you, like the coaching clients, you already have people to pitch to. Yeah. 
yeah like we got to get new people obviously but I'm I really think I mean you got to try it I that's like my best guess right all I can give you guys is like my best guess based on working with a lot of people but my best guess is like that's going to be your fastest path to money and then you just want to get your brain on board with this is how I'm going to help them. This is how they're going to benefit. You've got to sell yourself on that coaching every day about why it's a great offer. I do this all the time with the mastermind. You guys know how I always talk about how much I love the mastermind. The reason I can do that is because I journal all the time about why I love my offer, like literally all the time. And the reason I do that is because I haven't seen ADHD and my brain all the time. I've been selling the same offer for like three years now. You guys know how boring that is for me? <laughs> Like my natural thought is not like, oh my God, I love the mastermind. It's like, it's like, no, we should do something else. We should definitely do something else. Something else would be easier. Something else would be better. And I have to keep selling myself and my offer all the time about like, this offer is great for these reasons. It helps people in these ways. I love it because of this. And I actively think about how great it is all the time. Right. And then whenever I'm on camera, it just comes out of my mouth. I'm like telling everybody, I'm like, oh my God, the mastermind is so amazing. Everybody should buy it because I'm actively thinking about that. And I want you guys all to do that with your offer because it's so much easier to sell. The only reason anybody buys the mastermind and thinks it's awesome is because I love it more, right? You can't expect your people to love your offer more than you love it. It's like, I love the mastermind the most. And then other people love it and think it's special because I think that. But if I didn't think that, there's nobody else that would be going in there being like, oh my gosh, it's amazing. You know, so I want you to sell yourself on that coaching package about why it's great and how transformational it's going to be and what it's going to be like for those women and remember what it was like for you. Right. And remember those women that like have money, but they don't have family. They have toxic partners. They have family that maybe they don't talk to at all. Right. There are a lot of people right now that are isolated. And yeah. so just remember that and like, keep thinking about that. Um, and I think that will help you make those sales, but if you're going to sell coaching clients, you got to like really believe like in the coaching. So coach yourself on why you love the coaching <laughs> and then you sell yourself before you sell anybody else. And then, and then I think you'll be able to get those clients. Does that make sense? Yes. And then I think once you get out of that pressure cooker, you're going to be fine. Don't you forget you're a businesswoman. You know how to make money. You've been doing it the whole time. Don't let your brain tell you, you don't know what you're doing. Okay. 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 Thank you. Yeah. It was great to see you. Yeah, I just want to meet all you in front of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I love it every minute of it. <laughs> <laughs> coach yeah. I'm always like, well, sometimes I'll coach somebody really hard that I know in the mastermind or something that I have to tell everybody, you guys, this is my client from three years. I won't yell at you like this in front of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys, thanks for being here. If you guys want more coaching, I'll tell you guys the sneaky way to do it. The mastermind's closed, but that revenue maximizer, we put the trial in there for you guys. So you can get in, you get the revenue maximizer for 20 bucks. You get my digital product lab about how to make products people want to buy. You get bosses make sales, which is my three-day workshop about sales and selling. You get our Notion dashboard just because I just finished it and I'm obsessed with it. But if you need a way to organize your business, it's really cool. Um, it has ways to track your revenue, plan your week, do your mindset coaching. We have it in the mastermind, but I put it in the revenue maximizer bundle for you guys. But in addition to that stuff, you also get 30 days in the mastermind. The mastermind is usually $97 a month. We don't usually do... We've been doing the free trials from Plan Like a Boss, but before that, we've never done any free trials or anything. So I still think it's a big deal that you guys can get in there for 20 bucks. 
And then if you want to stay in there, you'll be in there. You don't have to wait for the launch. And if you want to cancel and you, you're not ready to spend the money on your business, it's totally fine with me. You're not going to hurt my feelings. You can cancel. We won't bill you. It won't cost you any extra money. But in the meantime, getting a month in the mastermind, I do these types of calls all the time. You get Ask Faith Q&A on Facebook Live. You get access. We have amazing business coaches that I hired a coach in there. You get it no extra charge. You get the Facebook community. We do co-working. We do two business retreats a week where you come on the call and work on your business with all the other women in the community. It's a really special offer. And that's in addition to all of my business strategy course and my mindset course that's in there. So the amount of resources you get and the amount of support you get I really think is unmatched. I just haven't seen an offer that with coaches, you know, that are at the level I'm at and the other coaches that coach in there that will get on calls with you guys every single week and talk about your business for a thousand dollars a year. It's $9.97 for a year of business coaching. I have not seen it. Right. And so I hope you guys will take advantage of it if you need help. And even if you just want to do one month, like I still want to help you like pay the 20 bucks, get the trial. I will help you come in there. Like, let us help you. Like, you know, we do this stuff all the time. Me and the whole team will help you out. Um, and it'll just be better because you'll have the community. So that's that Monday. I'm going to do a bonus call. Watch your email. I'll send out a time, but I'm going to do a whole debrief about this bundle. Cause I'm telling you the results we've got from this are like, unlike anything I've ever seen and I've been online a long time, right? I feel like like I feel like six years in internet land makes you like a dinosaur practically. <laughs> but I've seen a lot of things and tried a lot of different techniques and done it all. And I'm telling you, this bundle strategy we're doing right now is just like working for us. I think we got 6,000 email subscribers in two days for free. It's just like insane. Like it really is just wild, but I'll, I'll do a debrief for you guys. I was going to do it in the mastermind, but I, I think I'm going to just do it for the whole community. So we'll email the link out and I'll show you guys exactly what we did, my thinking behind it, the strategy and why I think it's working. And I'll just give you guys like a behind the scenes kind of look at the bundle if you guys would like that. So just watch your email. We'll send that out next week. Um, if you guys are new here, I do an Instagram show every Wednesday at noon called the biz helpline where I just bring people on and answer questions for an hour. So if you can't afford to get in the mastermind, you can't afford to get the bundle. I still got you come, come every Wednesday. I'll help you. Um, and we also do the podcast every Thursday. So there are free resources for you. And if you can afford to get in the mastermind and the other thing about, well, I know I'm just like going on about the mastermind, but the other thing that's great about the mastermind, we have two week, no questions asked, uh, money back guarantee. So I don't fuck around with my offers and you don't have to worry about getting in and being like, oh, it's not actually that good. Or like she said, we were going to get this. That's kind of like womp womp. Like I never want anybody in my community to feel like that, that buys for me. So just know if you get in the mastermind and you get charged, you can get a refund. It's no problem. So that's that. So I'm, thank you guys for coming. This was so fun. Thanks to everybody who got coached. If you're willing to share your takeaways in the Facebook group, I'd love to see all your little lurkers. <laughs> I see y'all with your cameras off. <laughs> I would love to see takeaways in the Facebook group if you're willing to share like what you learned or what your biggest takeaway was. That's always my favorite thing. And I really appreciate when you guys do that. So that's it. Get the revenue maximizer, come in the mastermind and I'll see you guys soon. Have a great night. Bye guys.